Now it's time to not just test a bunch of different things out, but have a solid strategy to drive that growth in a very predictable and sustainable way. And so if you go back into doing what you did before of just testing different things out, you're going to lose a lot of momentum and you're going to stay stuck at that stage of where you've been in business for a very long time. Welcome to the Seven Figure Freedom Podcast, where ambitious CEOs turn to transition from being the doer of the business to being the leader of the empire. I am Madeline White Silva. I'll share my real life struggles and breakthroughs as I've scaled my businesses and grown a team that run the day to day without me, so that now I run my seven figure business on three day work weeks. Join our community of visionary entrepreneurs and transformational leaders as we create lasting impact, financial freedom, and an awesome, rewarding life with a powerhouse team by your side. So in this episode, I really wanted to dive deep into the whole conversation around strategy. And this is step two in the seven-figure freedom methodology. And I find that strategy can be super elusive, especially for visionaries. And how do you actually put a solid strategy in place in your business? So I want to do very similar to what we did in the last episode, where I kind of walk you through how I think about strategy so you can see it from a different perspective. And so I want to start out by talking about some of the mistakes I see that people are making around strategy. So number one, uh, when it comes around strategy, what I'm finding a lot of people bypass strategy altogether and jump straight to tactics. And just start picking out different tactics to help their business grow. Tactics are things like Facebook ads, podcasting. It's things like social media marketing. It's uh, YouTube channels. It's branding. It's all the things that we do to enhance and become more visible and really kind of grow the business in a bigger way. But those are all great things. They're not that those are bad things at all. It just means that you don't want to pick them before you have a solid strategy for your business. So when you're picking tactics ahead of strategy, you may not actually be utilizing the right tactic to get you the results that you're after. And oftentimes you get a little bit just pieced together. and It doesn't allow a cohesive flow for your business. And you end up working a lot harder. And oftentimes you might go from tactic to tactic to tactic and you're just testing different things out. What I call throwing spaghetti on the wall and seeing what's going to stick. And that trial and error phase in business, that is actually a natural phase. And it usually happens in the startup stage when you're testing things out to seeing what's actually going to work for your business when you have a newer offer in a newer Near sales process, you're testing things out to see what's going to work for you. Now, that trial and error is quite, uh, quite different than continuing on that methodology of trial and error when you have already hit 250K or more in your business. Now you, you're ready to start scaling your business up. You have a proven process for your sales and your offers. Now it's time to not just test a bunch of different things out but have a solid strategy to drive that growth in a very predictable and sustainable way. And so if you go back into doing what you did before of just testing different things out, you're going to lose a lot of momentum and you're going to stay stuck 
at that stage of where you've been in business for a very long time. The other mistake I find a lot of uh, visionaries make when it comes to strategy is that they hire a bunch of different people to do strategy in different parts of the business. So for example, they have a Facebook ads person who then creates a strategy for their Facebook ads, or they hire somebody to produce their podcasting who then creates a strategy for their podcasting, or they hire somebody to build a funnel that creates a strategy for funnel, or you hire a branding company and they help you create a strategy for your branding. Maybe you have a business coach that helps you with your strategy for your sales and marketing. And so now all of a sudden, you have all of these different areas where you have different strategy that don't talk to each other. They don't collaborate. They don't build on one another. They don't actually amplify each other. And so it's piecemeal together like a puzzle. And there's a lot of puzzle pieces missing. It's not a cohesive puzzle at all. And, and a lot of things will fall through the cracks and you will work a lot harder piecemealing things together this way. You know, this is one of the reasons where when we step in, we look at all the five key areas of your business and really make sure that each area is dialed in properly. And then we have an overarching strategy for your whole business. And then each piece strategy in each department and each piece that we're implementing are amplifying and actually leveraging the other strategies in your business, which then really help you to rapidly grow so much quicker. So it's really important to have a cohesive strategy throughout your business and not just this meal piece thing put together. And then third, uh, the thing that I find a lot of visionaries do is that they hire a mentor and they end up with a strategy that I call the cookie cutter strategy or, or you know, a strategy that's actually not yours. You just adapted somebody else's strategy. So I see this a lot in the coaching world because a lot of the coaches and consultants out in the world right now are teaching you things that worked really well for their business. They had success with something. Um, it really helped them to grow their business. And now they're out there teaching it like, hey, do what I did and you're going to be successful like I am. But here's the thing about that kind of mentality and thought. It's you're not them. You're your own unique, amazing visionary. You have your own unique strengths, your own unique wiring, your own unique vision. And so just taking on this cookie cutter approach to you and kind of trying that on for yourself and wearing that cloak, it's not really going to amplify who you are. It's not really going to bring out and, and really show people the amazing person and visionary and offering that you are providing. And so rather than just doing what other people are doing or what seems to be working for other people, we really want to look at what is it that you want to create? You know, what is your unique wiring? What is your unique strengths? What is your unique vision? And if you have a really solid business coach or, or mentor that can sit with you and actually draw those things out of you and utilize you as the starting point in then mapping out a strategy that's as unique as you are. That is 
the most powerful thing that you can possibly do. Now, again, I want to preface this with this is a strategy, this, this suggestion that I'm making right now works really well if you are at 250 to 300K a year already. You need to have some proven uh, offer and, a, and, and some kind of proven marketing system. You've done some sales. You've gotten some attraction already, right? Then you can really solidly de- develop these pieces in your business to rapidly scale up much faster than continuing doing these meal piece together pieces that you've done up to this point, right? Because there's a time and space for all of that. And that happens in the startup stage when you're first just testing out your business and you're figuring the things out. But now at 250K, 300K, and you've figured some of these basic business pieces out, it's time to really take stock of the situation get very specific about what's working, what's not working, which is what we do in the assessment, right? And if you want to know more about that, then listen to the previous episode because I dove all into it in detail and really do a deep dive assessment. And then now we're looking at the strategy step two. So we talked about the things not to do, right? Not do the cookie cutter approach, just following some mentor or doing what somebody else is doing and just kind of cloaking yourself with somebody else's strategy, right? We don't want to do that because that actually doesn't amplify you and your vision and your unique genius, which is, by the way, what's going to make your people seek you out is who you are and how much of your uniqueness gets put out into the world. That is what's going to excites people and get people wanting to work with you because it's only one of you. And that's what makes you stand apart, right? So we never want to water that down. We want to amplify that. And you want to have, take a strategy, you want an overarching strategy in your business rather than just picking random tactics, one and after the other, kind of like throwing spaghetti on a wall and seeing what's going to stick and not really knowing what's going to be the best thing for you, right? So we really want to get deeper into the process and looking at what is the overarching strategy and then pick the tactics that's going to help you accelerate that strategy, right? And so we look at these things in depth. And once we have the assessment taken care of and we're ready to dive into the strategy, the way we do it here at the Madeline White Silva team, uh, we really sit down with our visionaries, knee to knee, and we look at all the things from the assessment, and then we map out an overarching strategy through every department of your business. We look at your wealth, which is your business model, how you bring in revenue into your business, your offers, and your sales process, and your marketing. We look at your integration, your systems, your processes, your workflow, your standard operational procedures. And really want to make sure that we have a streamlined process in delivering your services. And number three, we look at your support. What kind of team do you need to support you and really accelerate your growth? What roles do we need to hire? What is the budget for these? And how do we bring them on board? And then we also look at expansion. How do we accelerate the growth? Once we have the building blocks in place, how do the acceleration happens? 
with a lot of grace and ease to really amplify the things that you already have in place in your business. And then lastly, we'll look at freedom. How do we free up more time for you to CEO? How do we allow you to have a lot of freedom, both in time and being able to step away and take vacation, financial freedom, and also creative freedom in your business to really grow it rapidly? So those are the things that we're looking at. And then we map out a cohesive strategy and strategies are all going to look different depending on who you are, your unique wiring and your unique strengths and your unique vision. And the strategy then gets mapped out based on those things. And also based on what you have in your business that's working, right? What can we amplify? What is not working? What needs to be eliminated? And what needs to be tweaked? What needs to be adjusted so that it works really well and can really accelerate your growth? So we look at all of those pieces and then map out a really cohesive strategy in all the different departments and do a deep dive in each one. We actually spend time doing deep dive sessions in each one of these departments to really get it dialed in for you based on the assessment that we already done. This is the strategy. And once you have this solid strategy that's really like fits like a glove for you, things can accelerate really, really quickly. So on average, our clients grow their revenue between $100,000 to $300,000 in the first 90 days. This is why. It's because of the assessment and the strategy that we put in place. Just doing those two pieces for our clients just explodes their business. It's massive. And the reason being is that we, we really show clients, for example, how to raise their rates ethically and in alignment with who they are and actually adding more value to their patients and their clients. So right now, you can get my super simple team assessment process that helps me evaluate my current team, identify if I need to hire somebody else, what kind of training my team members need, who is worth investing in and who needs to be more challenged to grow with a company and really turning those less than motivated team members into productive, valuating, value-adding team players. It's an on-demand five-part video series that will walk you through the whole process. It's totally free and you can find it at hello7figurefreedom.com team-assessment-video-series. We'll make sure to add the link in the show notes and let me know. So we really help clients really adding way more value to their services. So for example, I just woke up to a little Voxer message from one of my clients. So she's just sold the very first package at a higher price. She raised her rates 550%. Okay, and she just sold the first package at that higher rate, really cementing in that this is a possibility for her, right? Now, what's really, really cool about this is that what makes it easy to raise your rates 550%, that might seem like crazy, but what makes it easy is because we are reorganizing, redesigning, realigning the offers so that 
your clients are actually going to get the support they need and get the results that they really want in a much more predictable and sustainable way. So because of that, it makes it quite easy to then sell and offer up this new offering. It's not a brand new offering, but it's a re realignment, re redesigning of what's already my client already had in place to just really deliver the level of results that she's here to deliver to her clients. And it creates a tremendous difference in her offerings. Another one of my clients, she made some real organizing for her business and she actually got sick with COVID. And she was out for six full weeks, completely flat out. Couldn't be on meetings, couldn't check emails, couldn't answer phone calls, like out, really, really sick. And we've been working ahead of time on having a team taken over more responsibility of running the business and also to position some of our team members to take over some of the sales processes during our launches and to create some high-end tier offers to her community. So she has a community of over 80,000 women, and she never offered really high-end offers. She went less expensive and broader audience instead from the beginning. And now she's been really craving to work in a deeper way with clients. And she thought that she had this idea that she had to go somewhere else to deliver that. But she had to create a second business to do it. And instead, we incorporated some really higher offers into her current offerings. And so she came back after the six weeks, she's still not 100%. And her team had run her business the whole time without missing a step. They've done an amazing job. She was blown away. And then on, on the tail end of that, there was now time for their second launch of the year. And she wasn't 100% back like her brain was scrambled after COVID and she didn't feel herself she was really tired and still she was diving in and doing this launch and luckily like I said we have been training some of her team members to start taking over some of the sales calls and I remember sitting in one of the sessions right after she got back and I told her you know I I wouldn't be surprised if you're going to have the biggest launch that you ever had in your business because you are finally letting go and letting other people step in and support you. And these people love to be there for you. And she kind of rolled her eyes at me a little bit and, and just continued talking about something because she was just tightly wound at that moment and stressed and worried and scared. We all been there, right? It's hard to trust that things are going to work out. when We've always done it ourselves. Now, all of a sudden, we're trusting other people to do it. And, you know, we came back and she did have the most successful launch ever, ending up making more than $300,000 in that one launch. Uh, she sold out on her top tier offers, all $25,000 offers. She sold out of it. She was blown away that there was even people in her community that were willing to invest at that level. And, and she, you know, super excited. And her team did phenomenally well with the sales calls. And there you have it. It's just, you know, this is the things that happens when you have 
the right strategy in place and the right support in place. So this is what we are putting in place in, in, in our clients' businesses that happens over and over again. And this is how we get these amazing results. Starts with the assessment, and then it's about mapping out the strategy. And then, of course, executing on that strategy. And we will talk about that in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast. I hope this episode sparked a shift in perspective to help you amplify your impact, income, and freedom. Schedule a call with me today. You'll find the scheduling link in the show notes to take the first step towards gaining clarity on how to bring your vision to life with more ease. Check the show notes for additional resources.